0: Welcome to the Best of Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy and we were back after another huge weekend of sport and in particular another exciting round of NRL but what on earth is going on at the West Tigers after yesterday's poor performance against the Newcastle Knights plus the NBL Grand Final Series is going down to the final match and is the cricket destined for a draw? Welcome to a new week on the Home of Sport SEN, broadcasting from the studios of 1170am in Sydney welcome to... Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. I don't think we've ever had a weekend where there are more pronounced winners, losers, and everything in between. Gee, Tigers fans, are you with us? Will the sun come up today? Tim Zhu fans, say my name! Say my name. Wow. What a dramatic Sunday afternoon. Greg Alexander, good to be with you. Um, Dragons fans are happy. Bulldogs fans are happy. Tigers fans feel like poop.
1: Yeah, I, I I want to start on a positive. I I, I think with so much sport hap- happening over the weekend, let, let's let's yep. start on a positive. Um, the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs are a big positive. Twenty six 0 they led the Melbourne Storm, got themselves back into the game a bit. The Storm, but very uh, very good performance from from the doggies, uh, which had to be because I think when you look back to round one, they're probably the most disappointing team out of round one. So. Um, they needed to improve. One of my new favourite players, Vossi, Jacob Carraz. Oh. I love him. Yes. I love yeah, Jacob Carraz. Do. Fantastic. Uh, I tell you what else I loved over the weekend, watching Reese Walsh in his debut game for the Broncos. He was mm. stunning. Stunning performance from Reese Walsh. We got a glimpse of it in the preseason game that he played against the Titans and he just looked he just looked three yards quicker than everyone else on the field. That's how he played on Friday night. And a positive has to be, again, the contests that we've seen in rugby league, the contests over the weekend, the games. The, ga- the games were fantastic. Friday yeah. night into Saturday, into Sunday, whether whether you thought the quality was good or bad. Yesterday's game at Leichhardt was riveting. You couldn't take your eyes off it. Could the Tigers possibly play anywhere? Vossi, I heard you say through commentary, and I was in the studio yesterday, you said... Yep. This goes down as one of it might go down as one of Newcastle's best ever wins. They played for yes. for ten minutes without Dom Young at the back end of the first half. They played without Saifidi for fifteen minutes at the back end of the game. Um, the only thing that cancels that out is the Tigers' form. The Tigers' form, yeah, right. rubbish, rubbish. That's the caveat. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, the caveat. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. Is...
0: but when Ponga went first minute, Jadon Braley goes 15th Correct. minute, Tyson Frizzell goes second half, a, a send-off, um, that's quite extraordinary. But the Tigers, look, we just can't dodge the issue. Um, I, I don't know where to put it. It's one of the worst, um, frustratingly poor performances I think I've ever seen. I mean, like at Oval jumping again. You know, cl- close to Full House. The, the hill, you know, brimful. Does it mean anything to them? Because maybe they should play in front of no one and they'd play better. But are they, Are they? Is it stage fright? Because the attack, there's one moment in the game, and I just can't remember the minute, but Luke Brooks ran almost the entire width of the field with no one to pass it to. He ran past statue, 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 statue. Statue. No one no one was ready to run onto the ball. He, he ended up know, on was, the other side. What's going on? Yeah. Yes, he did. He ran at least 30, 40 metres. I'm exaggerating. Not the whole width. But he would have run at least 30 to 40 metres across field and had no one to pass it to. This is when they're still trying to get back in the game. Um, I I just don't know what to say about the Tigers. I, I throw no. it open to the open line, to either Tigers fans or other fans who watched the game yesterday to put it into context that attacking performance by the West Tigers. There are so many elements within it that were so disappointing. That just like you just it's worse than bad in some cases. <laughs> it was worse than bad. Worse than bad. Uh okay yeah. let's 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 jump from,
1: from negative back to positive. Uh yesterday's win by the Dragons. Down 12-2 to the Titans, Cogra. The dragons score. Did they score the next five tries to, to win comfortably? That was a good performance. Uh, another positive out of the weekend: the dolphins winning their second game. Yeah. Did you, that, wow. Now that was again. I I I I I, call, I was at Allianz for the Roosters Warriors, so I, I I missed the first half, but I got home to watch the second half of the footy. And twelve six down. Second half. I think the Raiders had the the ball for twenty minutes of the opening. 20 minutes of the second half. And you just thought, well, if they score, that's it. Played in wet conditions, so it was tough going. Somehow the Dolphins withstood whatever the Raiders had and kept it to 12-6 and then out of nowhere scored a try off a grubber kick. And, wow, didn't wasn't there some drama in the final 10 minutes of that game, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But on the positive note, the Dolphins winning two
0: games. that's mm. And sitting on top of the comp. But but what about Canberra? Um, look, I know it was ten, and ten's and not um, huge. But they again they did lead by a double digit scoreline. Canberra mm. and, and got beaten. I mean, it's now it's 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 incredible. No no team comes back more from halftime deficits, but it is daylight second for teams that can lead big. And lose. I will. I will dig out the actual numbers because you've got to update it every week. Last week they were down eighteen nil, and almost come mm-hmm. back to win and lost by a point to the Cowboys. Um, but then on the weekend again they led big. So Canberra has lost eleven now twelve games since the start of twenty twenty. Um, they've won the most games when trailing in that period. So they've lost twelve games when leading at half time. Uh, since twenty twenty, they they are are they the faders or it must be incredibly frustrating for Ricky. Ricky, one of the most experienced coaches in our game, how can they do both week to week? They will come back like they're, they're like a be like a frustrating racehorse that always storm down the outside, get a good third, then you put him in a weak race and they'll lead and, and lose. I mean, it's it's an incredible stat that's developed there. Um, by the way, just away from uh, the, the rugby league the actual score lines The issue of concussion will not go away. Kalen Ponga, right now, Brandy, you know, sat out what the last four, five weeks of last season Mm. concussion. Now, first two weeks has two concussions. What do you do?
1: Yeah, we had five HIA's last year, Bossy, and obviously one of those failed, and he was he sat on the sidelines for for over a month. Uh, I don't know what you do. I don't know. After after yesterday's you know head clash with Kapoa in the opening oh. minute of the game, um, yeah,
0: you know I think he'll be on the sidelines for a little while. Um, yeah, but you it's... can't have any more time off than what he's just had. Like you know when you think about it, to sit out the back part of last season into an entire off season off, you know what I mean? Like he's had added up, added up. He had mm. uh, one, two, three, four, four and a bit months off. They sat him out for four and a half months. And now he's had two in a row. Like what? It's a big issue. I mean, your main man, your one million dollar man. Yep. What's a reasonable amount of time that you would stand him down for now? No, no I, one can I, speculate I on that. that that's that's the in answer. the hands
1: of the doctors. Yeah, that that, that is in the hand of the, the hands of the experts. That you know, we we can't sit here and speculate what they need to do. But it is it's a concern. That's true. It's a concern. Uh, now there's golf on Vossie. Players yes is on now we had Minwoo Lu sitting one shot behind Scotty Scheffler, Minwoo birdied the first hole, so he drew level with, uh, Scheffler. Mm. Yes. He then triple bogeyed <sighs> this the fourth triple bogey yes. had a seven on the fourth. So, Scotty Scheffler at the moment is sitting at thirteen under. Then there's Matsuyama, there's Hovland, there's Homer, and Minwoo Lee all on ten under. The other Aussie that was uh, Certainly in contention early, and, and probably still is, but he's already dropped two shots as well. Cam Davis went from 10-under to 8-under. The bus. Yeah, the,
2: well, With that hasn't the bus.
1: crashed yet, but it's wobbling. No. It's, just like, it's like
0: the Tigers' rickshaw. Wobbling. The, the, the rickshaw. I'm still on the rickshaw, but I told you it wasn't going to be a comfortable ride. At the moment, it absolutely sucks. But, um... Just on uh, the when I say pronounced winners and, and losers from the weekend, I mean we have got this huge scale. Um, Tim's you the fight. You know, um, they call it the sweet science. It was a violent mm. end. Mm. How many, how many, how many punches extra do you think were thrown before the referee stopped the fight? I mean, I someone said to me it was like on you're playing a PlayStation game. And, and you're doing Street Fighter or something, you just keep pressing the same button, bang, bang, bang. He went uppercut, 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 uh, uppercut. <laughs> yeah. Connected with everyone, kept... and the ref kept letting it go, just battering his head with an uppercut. Yeah. Um, mm. It was it was a truly violent end that when a fighter, world class, gets a sniff, you, you turn into an animal to finish it off. And mm. I'm saying that with respect. Well, you've got to. Well, that's the you know, sport. That's, that, that's the that's sport. The game. Mm. That's a brutal ending to that fight, brutal ending.
1: Yeah, so um, he uh, he will now line up a fight with. I don't know Charlo's first name. There's two Charlos. Mm. Uh, is it Jamil Charlo and Jamal? No. Like there's two of them, the, the, but they've got the same names. But Charlo,
0: that'll do. Yeah, Charlo, go fight him. But at the end, yeah. is it is it showmanship? Is it or a bit um, a bit naff? Um, oh, what's it's my fair, theory? <laughs> naff <laughs> to the fair. crowd?
1: Oh, I I I can't watch it. Honestly, mm. what the carry on after a fight? I I, yep. I, I know that they've got their are special individuals to get into a ring and do what yep. they do. They they they've got to be a little bit different. But the carry on after a fight, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. yep. yeah. Now all right, now let's just uh, let's just do a bit of housekeeping right now. Thanks to Victor Sports. Uh, Victor School and Sports Club supplies, victorsports.com.au. Uh, just on the injury front out of the weekend in Rugby League, take note of all of these. I mean, Newcastle have got the short turn around the five days. It's very hard to see Ponga or Braley playing. Tyson, Frizzell, you'd have to have doubts. They play the Dolphins, the 6 o'clock game on Friday night. Um, that'll be here on SEN and, of course, exclusive to Fox League. So that's a that's a big one. Nelson Assa for Solomona. Melbourne, I'll say about the Melbourne side, when I... Sat down to call it the other night. I thought the thinnest side I'd ever seen Melbourne Field outside of an origin period. Yeah, no, I agree. Seven games with, between the two wingers, twenty two games between the bench, a first timer at 5'8". It it looked thin, with a few yeah. notable exceptions. It looked a little New South Wales cupish. The depth yeah, isn't there. So you, for you take
1: you take Nelson out of that side that's already without hmm. Munster and Pappenhausen, and it's gee, it's Holland. there's a lot of responsibility
0: on the shoulders of Jerome Hughes and Harry Grant to try and get the
1: Storm a win.
0: Corey Oates has that uh, broken jaw. That was a controversial incident from the weekend with uh, Scott Drinkwater now suspended. Brandon Smith, the back injury, could be out of action for the Roosters next week. That injury update, thanks to Victor Sports. Victor School and Sports Club supplies, supplying schools and sports throughout Australia. uh, VictorSports.com.au I don't even want to talk about the tipping. Did I get two? How many? I don't know how many I got, actually.
1: I I, I don't know how many I got. Not many. I I didn't get many either, Bossy. Um, No, we we went different
0: on the... Well, we we went went different different on on the game and the Dolphins game, and we went different on the Sharks game. I got the Sharks game up, but you got Mm. the other two up, and then our other winners uh, were the... Dragons? Did you get the the Dragons, did you? Did yeah, you, I went, you went
1: the Titans, oh, so didn't you? Different. Yeah, I went the
0: Titans. Yeah, well, so
1: right. I got four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's already started. Round two, I'm, I'm four in yeah.
0: front, three in front. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. not the ladder that we're talking about for Bailey Ladders. We're talking about the real ladder, works I trusted for over 60 years, Bailey Ladders. I have a Bailey platform ladder. Without them, you're kidding yourself. You're not doing things safe around the house. But there are four teams on four points, and two of them are helped by the bye. The only two teams that are two and two are the Dolphins and the Broncos. The only teams. And then you've got Manly and the Dragons also on four, uh, helped along by a bye, and three teams without a win at the bottom of the table. Raiders, Eels, Tigers. Um, and uh, the Eels have got a big one Thursday night playing Manly. Uh, that is thanks to Bailey Ladders, bringing safety and efficiency to the worksite for over 60 years. Do you want to go anywhere
1: else? Yeah, just on on the Tigers, and you just went through the ladder, um, and we said last year, well, I can't get – they've got to be on the up. Well, they're not. At the moment, they're 17th They're
0: one worse than they were last year. Wow. Now, the other big sport, and it's so much. I mean, we had supercars in Newcastle. There was plenty of drama there. Uh, The NBL, extraordinary, going to a fifth game uh, Wednesday night. So Kings won game three, 91-68. Devastating second half by the Kings. And then lose game four, 80 points to 70. So a decider Wednesday night. And the cricket, bring back the and burners. Bring back the turners. I yes. want exploding wickets. <laughs> this day five stuff. Um, yeah, well, uh, Australia, only one team could possibly win this test and it ain't Australia. Um, but, but a draw would be the favourite result. But going into the last day, um, and finding themselves, you know, all 10 wickets in hand, but uh, it will be pressure, I'm pretty sure. I mean, India have nothing to lose. They just have to, you know, basically crowd the bat all day and see what happens.
1: Yeah, plenty of uh, English Premier League action this morning and, uh, and yesterday, Vossi, that will update and update the ladder in that one too because it's
0: getting quite interesting down the bottom of the table. You're down to your last 10. Are you backing mm. the draw or India to win? Australia start the day eighty-eight runs behind the last day. They go into the last day no, eighty-eight won't runs be behind. All will won't be so resolved. The last
1: 10's on the draw. You're listening to the best of breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Dave Riccio from the Daily Telegraph joined us to give us the latest NRL headlines from a big round two.
2: Yeah, certainly was, guys. Good morning, Vossie. Good morning, Brandy. Say my name, boys. Say my name. Yeah. Look, <laughs> uh, it, the it was a, a fantastic weekend of of, 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 of content of a contest because. Uh, we don't. We didn't see this coming from the Dolphins, did we? Uh, you know, and certainly yesterday's game. I mean, it had everything. What you called it, it was incredible. Mm. Um, did you not put it in your top ten bravest performances of all time by the Newcastle Knights? Is that correct?
0: Oh, yeah, and and probably now in review, it's five. But Brandy makes a good point. You do have to keep it in context of the opposition, the Tigers. Mm. It was one of the most. Yep. Frustratingly poor attacking performances I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Well, well, that's a good point because if it's if it's one of the bravest and best performances by a Newcastle Knight side,
2: is it then the worst performance by a West Tigers side? Well, because they, they, had, some pr- it, it, they it was, had some ordinary ones last year, but yeah, yeah, yeah cl- close,
1: cl- close. You know, but so I, when, I, I think frustrating put, sums it up. I, I think Vossi's yes. uh, summation of it frustrating, like. Boy, yeah, they had, they made yeah. seventeen errors, but and a lot of those yeah. were with the ball, on the attack, with a chance to score. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, obviously um, the Knights are in a bit the, of trouble. The,
2: yeah. Um, look, Brandy. Obviously, the, the main concern now is Caleb Ponga and his health, uh, both in the interim, but also from a, a rugby league point of view, his career. Now this this uh, I hate to play captain hindsight. But this was the major concern of Kalen defending in the front line at five eight. and with his history of concussion, it, it it was obviously obviously he's done a lot of the training loads etc and preparation through three months of a preseason in readiness to have the physicality to handle the front line defending. Uh, Adam O'Brien, the Newcastle Knights coach, made the point that he watched. Kalen attempt that type, type of tackle that he performed yesterday that he suffered the concussion with hundreds of times during the preseason. season um, Whatever the case, this is a serious concern now for Kalen Ponga. We know it. Uh, it's his fourth concussion, guys, in the past 10 months. We were only talking about Victor Radley last week having four concussions in two years. Now, kalen has got four, four concussions in 10 months. I think he he will have an extended period on the sidelines. I don't think the Knights have any other choice. I think spotlight on concussion, and also obviously Kalen's health, has to have him on the sideline for an extended period. Well, what what, what we will be dictated, and so it's, it's all well and
1: good for us to say that he'll be dictated mm. as will Newcastle by the doctors. That that's and that's end yes. of story. Whether he has two weeks that's- off or six week, six weeks, we, we don't know that. We can speculate, yeah. but oh, it doesn't ab- mean anything. Our speculation no, ab- means absolutely, nothing. Absolutely,
2: Brandy. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you. They will follow, they will do everything by the book
0: as far as the medical process is concerned. But... But I would have thought, clubs, okay, well then... Clubs because, are, now, are now Because we're all having our 10 cents worth, I'm saying there would yeah. be no science that would support anything here on Caelan Ponga because he has just had seven months off to have consecutive yeah. weeks of concussions. He's had seven months. Yeah months away from the game from when he was stood down last year into the mm. off season so yeah. what would be you know what could they come up with i mean there's no there's nothing sure here at all that mm. says calen yeah. potter will not get concussed the next game he plays
2: but but that's that's why and and again i believe yeah they'll follow the medical process but then they'll put this extra layer which clubs are doing now guys and it's a perception it's it's a, it's a perception by clubs, that we're doing everything possible, so we're going to sit him down anyway. You understand what I'm okay. saying? They, they, mm.
3: yep. they, they want yep. to
2: send a message that, okay, we're going over and above the medical diagnosis. We are actually going to sit him down anyway. And that's, that's where I believe the Knights will go. Uh, a, David, a, got a, a... I mean, it's not. All... Yep. Aside from no, that, Brandy, yep. I was just going to say quickly they, they, mm. they've, got, they've got a massive issue here, the Newcastle night. I've listed 10 players unavailable for next week. 10. So in their top 30, they've only got 20 players left that are fit and available for selection. They will need to go to the NRL for exemption, special exemption, uh, to at least name a squad on Teamless Tuesday. There's a yep. stack. Oh, Kaelin leads the list, but there's 10 players. Adam Elliott, Tyson Vrizzell, Jack Johns, Simi Siagi, Jaden Braley, Kirk Mann, all out. Unavailable. It's going to be a huge week for the Newcastle Knights as far as finding fit and healthy players. Mm, They take the take on the Dolphins
1: Uh, now. The Brisbane Earl said, uh, "Can David share what happened between Hastings and Tommy Talau after the game? And it was after an interview that was conducted with Jackson Hastings. He wandered over to Tommy Talau. Do they have history, David?"
2: Well, not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware of any history between Hastings and Talau. They were clearly teammates last year. Talau spent the majority of the uh, last year, you know, in the rehab group. Uh, but, you know, Jackson's gone over to Tommy to uh, allegedly apologise for for clipping him in the head yesterday, of which broke Tommy Talau's nose. Tommy Talau now has a broken nose as a result of Jackson's high shot. It'll be interesting to see how the match review committee see this uh, when the chart sheet comes out this morning. Uh, but ultimately, guys, Tommy didn't like the the, uh, the apology, didn't, didn't want the apology from Jackson Hastings, wanted none of it, uh, having then spent the rest of the match on the sideline. David Clemmer then comes and intervenes. Clemmer uh, not short of a fuse uh, and certainly tells Jackson where to go. So, look, it's just it's part of the increasing animosity that the the, the, the Tigers and Jackson Hastings have between each other.
0: Now, one of the big stories out of the weekend that certainly got us talking, we're not just talking one extra team in the NRL. Are we seriously thinking we could get back to 20, which was the 1995 Mm -hmm. model when we introduced all those sides, the Crushers and the the Cowboys and the Reds? Um, 1995, we did get to 20 teams. Are we really talking about getting back to 20, or is it just... 18 is the limit, and then 20, who knows when, down the track. What do you know?
2: Yeah, yeah look, certainly there's a push. Uh, uh, it's coming from Rooster's supremo, Nick Politis, uh, who has actually gone on the record about what he believes. And we know that Nick has been in the game and, and, and understands the game better than most. He's been in the game for so long, and, and one of the, the game's best administrators within clubland. But looking at the, the whole of pie, I believe that the game should expand uh, nationally and also to 20 teams. I think it's 15 to 20 years away, guys, the, the 20 team. I know internally there is a push to, to make it certainly a Pacifica team, a Pacifica team, uh, get to 18 teams sooner rather than later, potentially by 2025, guys. Now, if that is mm. to happen... So Pacifica... That, that just, that, just,
1: just, David, just, just so I... Pacifica's not PNG... <clears throat> Pacific, as like Samoa and Tonga and, that's right,
2: f- and Fiji. Yeah, with with the opera That's right with bass but Brandy not necessarily based in one of those locations, playing games in each of those locations, but based out of Cairns or uh, uh, in, in Australia. So mm-hmm. more of a more or a uh, a satellite team as far as Pacifica is concerned, but. My understanding is there is a genuine push for that to eventuate by 2025. Now, guys, as we've seen with the Dolphins, there was much criticism around the lead-in time that the Dolphins got to recruit, build their club, very short time. Uh, I argue that they should have got at least two years. Well, we're at that point in time if the NRL want to bring in a Pacifica team right now. So if if it is to happen, it has to happen quickly. Guys, I hate to be cynical, but 20 teams... Seems a stretch for me. Um, I'm, I, I look at the, the development within the within the uh, country rugby league area, the die, dying of rugby league in the bush, the overtaking of the AFL posts everywhere you turn in the bush, and certainly junior junior league numbers. We saw we saw the junior league backflip on on uh, an original tackling technique that they wanted to introduce. Uh, turning it into tag, because they, they knew that the Junior Rugby League numbers would decline on the back of it, taking away what is essentially Rugby League, a tackle and contact sport. Uh, uh, look, 20 teams for, seems a stretch for me. Uh, all four eighteen, 18, but 20 a little too far.
1: Yeah, uh, just on really the Gold Coast, Tanner be... Boyd... Mm, no, go on. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll chat that in a minute, Vossi, just uh, before Dave goes. Uh, Tanner Boyd mm. hooked last night after yeah. putting a couple of kicks out on the full and yeah. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought, watching him through the trials, I thought well, he, he's going to be, a, I think he's a better option than Toby Sexton. But I don't know what that means mm. for Tanner Boyd now getting, uh, getting replaced last night.
2: Yeah, look, Brandy, you know, in all the, the, uh, you know, the excitement of Dragons fans are getting off the, the, on the board for the first time this season, we, we've overlooked the fact that the Titans' starting halfback was hooked. Uh, late in the game. Now he, he had he had a poor night kicking game. Is it, uh, that's for certain. But where does it turn? What does it look? That's a, that's an important decision. We we saw it with South Sydney Jason Demetrio, with Lachlan Elias early last year. Where does it leave Titans coach Justin Holbrook? Does he actually uh, you know teach Tanner Boyd a lesson by taking him from the field and then backing him this week, or does he actually? Go the whole hook and and, and not play Tanner Boyd this week, as you said, Randy, Toby Sexton is an option. The other one that confused me from the Titans was how late Jaden Campbell got onto the field. Was like sixteen minutes left in the match and they were trailing by fourteen. Uh, Jaden Campbell's a good player, but I don't think I think it's a little bit too much pressure to expect that he would turn that scoreboard around. They do have Jaden Campbell as an option, as you said, Toby Sexton. But it was it's a big call. Uh, by Justin Holbrook in round two to hook his half back. So I look forward to seeing how this unfolds as far as the Titans are concerned.
0: So many stories out of the weekend, and we can keep following all the stories on the Telegraph website. Uh, good report, David, um, and talk to you later in the week. Hey, thanks, boys. Go well. You're listening to The Best of Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Being a Monday, we are joined by the GOAT, Cameron Smith, to discuss some of the big issues coming out of round number two of the NRL. This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. The draw is a curious thing. I was just looking. Um, Broncos. They have five weeks in a row at Suncoast. There you go. And one of those games could be a full house against the Dolphins. That's one of the topics we'll talk about with the goat Cameron Smith who joins us now. If you would like to chat to Cameron, you can get on the Motorola Open line on 1300 01 11 70. Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au or you can text through your question or your comment on the Edgewater Homes uh, text line 0457 736 736 Edgewater Completed Homes are now selling in the Catherine Parker Estate. Well worth checking out if you're looking for a new home, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Where do we start? So much to talk about, Brandy, with our guest Cameron Smith on a Monday for one hour. One hour is not going to be enough, Cameron. Good morning to you.
3: Good morning, fellas. Another great weekend of footy. Plenty of things happening, Sorry. plenty of headlines again. Sorry, Keras, is that
0: a Dolphins hat you're wearing? Is that a fin, <laughs> fins up? Are you have you, no. have you hopped on the Dolphins? Bus here you got the Dolphins. Animal. Well
3: Well, Vossi, I'll tell you what, they've 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 just captured everyone up here in Queensland. Two wins in a row, particularly the win on the weekend against Canberra. What a stirring victory that was. And I'll tell you what, there's there's a head-on collision heading Suncorp Stadium Way in a fortnight. The Broncos be the Dolphins. It's a Dolphins home game actually. But if they if they were to win this week, both teams, they head into that round four clash, undefeated. It'll be a top of the table clash, fifty thousand at Suncorp. There you go. I've called it yeah, right. That there. would be
1: incredible. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, incredible. It. It in. uh, KO KO Stadium was rocking when uh when the hammer crossed for a try in the seventy eighth minute. It was it was it was great watching. Uh but let's let's flip back to the just before we talk about the the expansion of the NRL, which has been mm. um, you know a big story over the weekend, go back to the Broncos and and Reese Walsh. Have you have you seen a better debut? Like I know he's a junior, and it sort of happened in a roundabout way where he joined the Warriors, then came back. But mm. uh, that was that was pretty special. And I'll I'll highlight him and Ezra Mamm. Mam was Mam was unbelievable for the Broncos. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, fantastic and, and, and stuff
3: and Ezra Ezra man was um he was he was great in round 1 as well brandy against uh penrith mm. he's just he seems like he's, yep. he's 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 come into you know 2023 with more confidence um you know, which you'd expect from a young man having played his first season last year but yeah those two guys were were outstanding um, against the cowboys which many of, many thought you know the cows were were going to get the points against the broncos um even even though they'd knocked off penrith the week before and and it seemed that way early in the game where the cowboys it felt like they dominated the first 40 minutes although they went into the sheds at half time um at the same score right but the broncos were able to pick them back late but the defense of the broncos is just it's it's been outstanding in the in the first two rounds and and you highlighted those two players brandy Reese Walsh well in in you know just thinking back over you know the last 5 years i i can't remember a club debut like it Yep. It was just he was just everywhere, and his ability to to, to counter attack was was really impressive. Off kick returns, off any errors made by the Cowboys where they spilt the ball, he scooped it up. He just looked for opportunities, and he looked to link with Ezra Mam a couple of times. And those two young fellows were great.
0: Let's go straight on that point, uh, Rhys Walsh, and it's a great time to be Queensland. Obviously, Cameron, uh, you know, you mm. basket, You've got a real glow about you today. Um, yeah, but Queensland <laughs> must be odds <laughs> on for the Origin series based on the start of the season of the oh, Queensland club. Come on, bossy. But Rhys Walsh. Uh, no, what I'm They're saying, you know, I, know I, just, I am just bringing Origin into the equation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Walsh and Ponga. We had a a caller earlier mm. say, would Rhys Walsh be your Queensland fullback right at the moment? Um, and I know we're we're dealing with concussion with Kalen. And his game three was superb, but Reese Walsh, if if the if the development continued, could he challenge for number one at Queensland?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you know, we hope you know Kalen Ponga is going to be okay. It's 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 obviously a, he's had several head knocks and several concussions in a, in a very short space of time. So we'll have to wait and see what you know sort of protocols and 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 things un, unfold with him. But certainly off the back of that that performance the other night. I think it's got a lot of Queenslanders excited about Reece Walsh and um, he he was in, he was involved in the series last year. He come into the squad True. Um, yeah. late in the piece. And, and I know Billy Slater has a, has, you know, huge raps on, on Reece Walsh and he knows that, you know, he's still got a lot of development in him as, as a fullback. Um, you know, he's still very young and, and raw um, with, with, you know, the things that he's doing on the field, but the speed that he possesses, it's just, you seen the other night, it's just so hard to contain, wow. so hard to contain. And that was that was one of the things that, you know, I always knew he was, a, you know, he had a lot of, you know, pace and, and lightning speed. But seeing him um, in person on the training paddock last year, that was the thing that, that really I was most impressed with was his ability to go from almost like a jogging pace sort of stationary and then flat out and the and the movement that he can that he can produce laterally across the field and, and skip across defenders. It's just, there's not many guys in our game that can do what he does. So, you know, depending what Kalen, where Kaelin heads to now, um, you know, with, with the time he spends away from the game and, and, and really the the form that, that Reese continues on, he, he may well have a Maroons jersey in a couple of months time.
1: Yeah, uh, he he gets across three defenders so quickly, and mm. he could have burnt like Peter Hiku had a like he, nightmares about. <laughs> he did, uh, Reese yeah. Walsh on <laughs> uh, yeah on Friday night. Um, Vossi, I've just got to do a quick uh, quick golf update because the Players Championship. Enjoy. Min Wu Lee is on the Tigers rickshaw at the moment. The wheels are falling <laughs> off as, as we speak. Uh, he's dropped a yeah. weight under, like he's he's outside the, the top ten now. He's uh, he's outside uh, the top ten. Damn. Cam Davis though. Cam Davis, not Camp David as someone texted in a little bit earlier. It's Cam yes. Davis. Um, he's at 11 under, so he's sitting on his own in third spot. Scheffler is a machine. He's, he's, he's hit five birdies. Five birdies in a row for Scheffler. Scheffler is 18 under, six clear of second place uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who's in the clubhouse at 12 under the card. So it's all Scotty Scheffler's it- with
0: Early, Earlier today, it was equal leaders. After three, Minwoo Lee had joined the lead um, and now finds himself. So, so he'd be, what, ten behind <laughs> ten behind Sheffield. Now, this is shades of uh, Norman and yep. Faldo stuff. He had the mm. triple bogey at four Minwoo Lee and uh, dropped him down. Mm. Um, text is coming through. Just that, that stat about the Broncos. Yes, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. Uh, The Pearl says, well, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. That's unlike the NRL giving the Broncos a leg up. It's not like they're getting most weeks on a Friday. (laughs) They get get the five weeks at home and then they play on the Gold Coast. So six weeks in a row, Brisbane essentially are in Brisbane, have no travel to do, which is extraordinary when there's only, you know, two of the three teams that they could have, themselves and two others, that they don't have to travel. And yet for a period of six weeks, the Broncos stay at home. That's, Voss, that's incredible, maybe Kevin, someone How'd that work
1: out? Yeah, just, Maybe something that I heard over the weekend, Maybe and maybe someone knows the draw a little better than mine. I'd focus on what's mm. happening this weekend. I don't worry about mm. what's happening anything further than the weekend coming up. But I heard that the Broncos only travel to Sydney twice this year. Could be right.
0: Surely that can't <laughs> Could be, be right. right. That,
3: that can't <laughs> be right, can it? That can, well, it showed. can be,
0: probably. And and the vagaries of the draw, what was pointed out earlier, uh, Cameron, if you're not aware about Parramatta. So Parramatta, who have started the season 0-2, and two, now play Manly, who are coming off a bye. The next week they will play Penrith, who will be coming off a bye. And then they will play the Roosters, who will be coming off the bye. Yeah, wow. Is that fair, Cop? Is that fair, Cop? That <laughs> yeah, you're wow. facing a oh. freshened-up side, all heavyweights, <laughs> oh. Three weeks in a row, can't they? Do they ever? Do they ever look at those things? That doesn't seem right. That we've got all these great IT people, and we could land on a draw like that with that sort of vagary in it. I don't. I don't think that's fair.
3: No, that's not fair. Not at all. No. And the that that that, uh, that info you got about the Broncos travelling to Sydney only twice, Brandy, That's wrong. They've already gone down to Penrith. Um, and then the coming weeks they've got Manly, they've got Parramatta. Um, in about five or six weeks, they got Cronulla. Oh, got Darwin,
0: so Darwin, I think Darwin, it's, he, is they're in a Darwin. They're a bit off. Isn't it? They're a bit off. That goes yeah, off,
1: mate. Yeah, it didn't sound Manly's
0: right. Manly Suncorp. Hang on a Cameron. Manly Suncorp. Oh, that's actually... Um, that, it is. It is.
3: It's Manly's home Hang game.
0: <laughs> but it's yes, Suncorp. Game at Suncorp. Magic, Magic round. Manly's home game Suncorp. Magic round, of course. Oh, they, they're too they good, the Broncos. They're too good. There we go. I think I think Brandy's mail might be good. Now, Cameron, can we pin you down on this one, a, a talking point out of the weekend? Expansion. Okay. We are now mm. very much looking at 18th. We had the Prime Minister on the program, Cameron, just a few weeks ago when Anthony Albanese was pushing the barrow of Papua New Guinea. Um, it now appears that it's very much being discussed. Wow. If you had to pick right now, I'd put Cameron Smith in charge Ooh. of adding one team to the NRL to give us the even number 18, where's it going to be? It's multiple choice. It's a it's a huh. second New Zealand team. Is it a Pacifica team? Is it um, a PNG team? And they're talking about the PNG team based in Cairns. That would be mm-hmm. the training base. Is it Perth? Is it Adelaide? Is it is it somewhere else? Central Queensland? What have you got, Cameron? I'm putting you in charge oh, of the game wow. now to make... The big call,
1: yeah.
3: do? Um, on a hiding to nothing. This answer, um, I, I'd probably say Perth. I, I'd say Perth, Vossie. Yeah, I think um, there's a there's a there's a thirst for rugby league over there. Every every trip I've made over there to play um, footy, whether it be with the Storm or be over there with State of Origin, um, the locals just they they they're hungry for. Uh, an NRL team to go over there. And they love their league. They, there's, a, there's quite a strong um, you know, junior or grassroots competition over there at the moment. Um, and as we know, we, we, we did have the Perth Reds quite some time ago. Um, so it's not a foreign area for us, but I think it's just a, it's a wonderful place to grow the game. Um, so I'd be going over to, over the West.
1: All right, yeah, so but that, that's theme, my pick too. Bossy, that that is my pick, and I, I've I've said it before that if they're if they're going to bring an 18th team in, um, I'd bring in Perth because of that reason too, Cam. The, the, and the amount of times that I've been to Perth over the last few years, yeah, th- th- I think I think there's enough support there and enough corporate support and enough general support in Perth to have a team. We probably should never have given that up um, when the two Super League and ARL came back together, but uh, that would be my pick. I think I'm right. I think the, I think the Broncos have two games yes. in Sydney for the rest of the year. Fair dinkum. It's the Sharks and the Bulldogs. Wow. Because yeah. the Parramatta games in Darwin, oh. they play in New Zealand, they play the Melbourne Storm,
0: two games. Anyway. There you yes. go. They've confirmed it. We've confirmed it. Travelling to there Bilbo and Shark Park, the only other games they come to Sydney this year having already been to Penrith, Cameron Smith, our special guest between eight and nine on a uh, on a Monday morning. And a question for Cameron on the text line on the Edgewater Homes text line, uh, Cameron. And correct me if I am uh, right: is Billy still favourite to replace Bellyache, or will he now look to Wayne and think he is only a pup? Surely, Cameron, you will take the smart route and stick with media and no coaching. Or question mark? Question mark? What, have you got an email? Mm. Next coach at Melbourne is Cameron Smith throwing his hat in the ring. That's a like fun not, job coaching.
3: Absolutely not, Vossie. No, not at all. Particularly after, you know, Craig's tenure there for, what, 20, 21 years. Um, I'm a, I have too much fun talking to you fellas on Mondays. I'd rather talk to you guys than be in those meeting rooms, dealing with the players. Yeah, well, and,
1: look, well, you know, just look at – you only had to watch Tim Sheen's yesterday. Oh. Like you're going, oh, my god, oh, That's that's too tight.
3: No. Tough. No. And as far as Billy's concerned too, um, I know there's a little bit of talk around Billy – all the conversations I've had with him, boys, is he he said I'm extremely happy with what he's doing right now. He's he's coaching the Queensland side, you know, doing his work with the media and his and his business with his horses. Um, so I highly highly doubt that he'll take the role as, as head coach of the Storm.
0: All right, let me push a little further, uh, Ray Martin style. <laughs> will it be an internal appointment then? Is is or will Melbourne cast a net for? Yeah, a who do you think coach? might get the gig?
3: Oh geez, um, I, I think, and and this is without speaking to anyone in the organisation, any of the administration. I think they will look for someone that has spent time at Melbourne. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a very you know sort of, it's a unique place you know for for a rugby league to be to be played and, and coached and, and whatnot. So you got to know uh, the town and the people and, and what the club's about. Um, they've got some wonderful people in at the, the moment as, as assistant coaches. Mark Bretnell's got great experience. Uh, Craig Bellamy's son has been there for a long time. Aaron Bellamy, Ryan Hinchcliffe, former Storm player as an assistant as well. Um, but I think if they're looking for a little bit more experience, maybe maybe a guy like Jason Riles might be a chance to go down and, and, uh, and coach Melbourne. That would be my tip. He's he's currently at the Roosters. He's assistant coach at the Roosters. Roosters. yes, he is. Yeah, it's his second year at the Roosters. Um, So, you know, and he's... So he's been both a player and a coach at the Melbourne Storm. Um, Yeah, so that would be my tip. But, yeah, who knows? We'll have to wait and see.
0: I think nights like the other night, it just did not look like fun for Craig. And we were obliged to ask you, Cameron, about Melbourne. (laughs) I mean... Well, they're saying, well, you've been around the club a long time. The injury mm. crisis that Melbourne have at the moment. Yeah. Craig doesn't want to make excuses. It pains to say that. But the fact is the fact. It's the worst injury doll they've had in his time. Yeah. Um, and the other day, Xavier Coates pulls out on game day. Then Nelson for Solomon is an hour casualty out of the game. And you're looking at six to eight weeks mm. out. If you took away, say, Harry Grant and, um, and Jerome Hughes, it's looking... The, the depth is just so thin. Yeah, Melbourne, I didn't see the side like it. Your two wingers had seven games between them. Your 5'8 yep. was having his first start at, at six. Your bench had 22 games between them. Yeah. In round two, you got a bench of 22 games experience.
3: Yeah, I think it's the most uh, inexperienced storm side that has been on the paddock for quite some time, Vossi. And uh, you know, and this is the challenges now that that Craig is facing is you know, a lot of new faces, particularly um, you know, those new faces are all young guys starting out their career. And that was my my major concern for the storm going into this season was um, the depth, particularly in the key positions. And so, if they ever lost, you know, a Munster or a Hughes, um, a Harry Grant, they're already you know starting the season without Ryan Pappenhausen, who was out indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to be back. I was just my my concern was if they lost one of those guys you know where where was the next guy coming from and and how much of an effect would that have on the footy side now you know Cameron Munster not being there the other night that's no excuse for some of the things that the, that the storm weren't good at and Craig pointed those out after the match it was a lot of the effort areas that he was really disappointed in you know you take a star player out of a team that's that's no excuse for lacking effort there's there's absolutely no excuse for that but taking him out of the football side that certainly does dent the confidence of that team when you have a guy like Cameron Munson look at what he did the previous week he had a compound fracture of the finger went off the field come back on and and help steer the team to a great victory against Parramatta in golden Point. so that's the concerning thing for the storm now is is if they lose a couple particularly those experienced players with such a a young squad who, who's who's taking control of that football side and and I yeah, think that's I, what they're I, the yeah. questions that will be asked this week around that squad was hey like we were, we were down one one experienced man we need people to stand up.
1: Mm, I I think the competition has squeezed closer together. There's no doubt that yeah. And yeah. those sides that didn't make the eight will be are a big chance of knocking off the good sides this year who you know. Those sides that have been pulled apart a bit, the Panthers, mm. the Storm, have lost players through salary cap. You know they've had to yep. shuffle the de- the deck chairs a bit. You know if they've got one or two of their key players missing,
0: they are vulnerable. And mm. the Storm showed that on the weekend against Absolutely. the Dogs. Absolutely. Big time. It was twenty six nil after fifty minutes. It was looking. It was seriously it was looking like. Uh, well, this this will get to fifty. Um, that's that's where it looked like it was headed, and then. Uh, Things changed in the last bit, but uh, Craig Bellamy, bitterly disappointed and knows he's got a big challenge. Melbourne the next couple of weeks, Titans and Tigers. That's their next two matches.
1: Uh, stacks of uh, text messages here, Vossi, for Edgewater Homes. Uh, this one, oh, there's a question for Cam, but I'll, I'll read the uh, text message from Buddy first. While teams like the Panthers, Eel Storm and Rabbit struggle when they lose a star player or two, the Roosters just replace them with another international player. Um, and this question for Cam... Uh, from Chris, what does he think of the Roosters' chances this year? Keep in mind mm. their injury toll.
3: Yeah, good question. I um, oh, look, I I actually thought they were looking at their squad that you know their roster on paper they look as strong as any other club in the competition. So I actually thought yeah they were they were going to have a, a really strong season, maybe top four finish. But they they've been far from impressive really in the first two rounds. You know, getting beaten first up by the Dolphins. Um, which was a surprise to a lot of people, uh, and then last week they well, they they battled past the Warriors, didn't they? And mm-hmm. I, I still I feel as though that there's there's some issues with their defence, like they're conceding. I know they only give up twelve the other day, but I just feel as though that they coming off the back of last year, their defence wasn't great. When you think back to the times when they were, you know, they won those back to back premierships, they were almost impenetrable. You know, it was so hard to break their defensive line. But at the moment, teams are they're making line breaks they get down the other end they're able to you know get over the trial line um, you know fairly regularly against the roosters so if they can mm. fix that area I know there's a, a lot of injuries at the moment those players will return but if they can fix their defense I, I think they'll still finish in a, in a lofty position on the ladder
0: all righty an assessment of the roosters from Cameron Smith this one uh, from Jace morning boys hearing the goat. Defend the Broncos' draw. Even had Kevin Walters raising his eyebrows. <laughs> uh, so there's a little <laughs> Kevin Walters eyebrow mention. Gets a run. He's never got gets none, old. Eh? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Kevin Walters. No eyebrows. Uh, and the we'll, Fairfield. We'll, we'll, frog. The fact that we, we yeah. really
1: we, we don't know anything about the draw and how it's worked. So so it's hard to no. comment on. You know it it, it is what it is. Um, mm. it, we can certainly point out well, those be. that we think have got you know the, the good the rub of the green. Um, but yeah. my knowledge of how the draw is is worked out uh, is zero. I don't know what they do. I don't know what the, zero. It's, so it's I, it's put
3: into some computer somewhere uh, elsewhere, yeah, isn't it, Vossie? In Canada, and, and it comes in Canada. I
0: reckon it's in Canada. That's what I've always heard. That some <laughs> it's Canadian. Mob, why we had to outsource <laughs> it? I got no idea. I mean, I reckon we could give it to Charlie Goodson. Was it Charlie and Dan, Lieutenant Dan, on the penalty? You'd, you'd handle the draw, wouldn't you, Dan? You could handle Come yeah, up with something. Easy. not be that hard. <laughs> In high school, you do three-unit maths or anything like that? Anything we need to know that, that could qualify yep, you? Yep, yeah, I could. Co- computer studies, something <laughs> yep. like that, that's all you got to do. Yep. We're, we're, take, we're looking for jobs here. Me and Charlie. Um, and the Fairfield Frog says on the text, oh no, Charlie's just there for support, uh, just to take notes, um, not sure the salary cap squeezed the storm. I think for the first time they've got retention wrong. Uh, look, I mm. think the Fairfield Frog, eh, you know, like it starts with Heinz. Mm. Uh, you know, to to have all his batch go at the one time, Smith, Kafusi, the Bromwich brothers, it's it's like mm. the Australian cricket team saying, you know, Tada, Rod Marsh, Greg Chapel, all at the same time. It's but don't, don't you think, it's... Cam? Look, well,
1: what they what they did, they they thought, well, where where is our priority, and they've prioritised in their their spine. They've they've yeah. spent a lot of money to keep uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, who they extended. Harry Grant's done the same thing.